All right, here we go. Welcome to the Football and Freedom Show. I am your host, Longhorn, and of course, this is brought to you by the Revolution Network. If you have not found, liked, shared, and loved the Revolution Network, you need to do it right now, because when you do, you get the full spectrum of shows slash podcasts that come with it, starting right here with the Football and Freedom Show. And of course, we've got the I Mean It Show with Bo Cephas. We have the uh, Bastards of Babylon coming very soon. And of course, the flagship FGH, the Football Glory Hole, where you get all of your betting needs met over there. Um, this week, we're kind of doing the recap of the NFL Draft, 2022 NFL Draft, and um, giving out grades, having a little fun with it, going over you know players that were taken and where people made mistakes or knocked it out of the park. Um, apparently, on last episode the last uh recap i did when it with the nfc north i apparently told one of the detroit new players rodriguez to uh put down his hairnet get out of the kitchen and grab a, a football helmet and get on the field maybe i shouldn't have said that uh we don't apologize here on these shows but if you were offended by that um, just know that I'm going to make fun of every single race equally across the board. I'm not singling out our uh, Hispanic American friends. Join the party. We're going to make fun of everybody. Uh, so moving on, let's see who we can uh, let's see who we can offend today on on this episode. Let's start with the Baltimore Ravens. We're going to go alphabetical order, as always, and A plus plus. This is my highest draft grade out of any team they just knocked it out of the park and when I, uh, let me just recap Kyle Hamilton safety Notre Dame Tyler Lindenbaum center Iowa David Ajabo outside linebacker Michigan Travis Jones defensive tackle Yukon Daniel Falele off giant offensive tackle out of Minnesota Jalen Amor Davis cornerback Alabama Charlie Kolar Iowa State tight end a punter who cares Isaiah Likely Coastal Carolina tight end <clears throat> Damian Williams, cornerback Houston, and Tyler Batty, little scat back running back out of Missouri. I cannot tell you how much I love this draft class. I guess I can because I just told you it was an A++. It is my favorite one. Um, there are, I, I think this, and I know, that, I mean, we don't know. We won't know for a long time. But I think this draft class could go down as one of the best draft classes of all time. And, that's kind of something more maybe that um, Bo Sivas can get into in one of his dig, deep dives over there at, at the I Mean It show, and that's what he does over there. He digs in deep to the analytics, to the to the history of whatever topic he's he's um, investigating, and and gets down to the truth of the matter with no you know no emotions getting in the way, just just the facts, ma'am. And that's what he does over there. And we'll see, like we'll. You know, it would be fun to do a deep dive and find out what was the best individual draft class of all time based on based on how many starters you got out of that class, how many pro bowlers, and how many all pros you got out of that class. Uh, again, I'll defer to him on, on some of that. But in my opinion, projecting, I think this has a chance to be one of the best draft classes ever. I think you got I think you got a possibility to get eight starters out of this draft. And I know that's kind of cheating because the punter, I mean that's kind of a guaranteed start for the most, unless he just starts shanking in training camp and they get rid of, they shit can his ass immediately. But assuming he makes a team, he's going to be a starter. So seven real starters plus a kicker that nobody cares about. 
Um, but that's incredible. You know, if that comes to, uh, to fruition, that that's, you I mean, again, one of the best classes ever. As a matter of fact, I think it has a chance to have four-plus pro bowlers. Um, obviously, Kyle Hamilton, Linderbaum, Ojabo when he gets healthy, and Travis Jones. I mean, right off the bat, you've got four immediate starters, immediate impact, impact players uh, from day one, uh, and for Ojabo, of course, when he gets healthy and back on the field. Now, from there, Daniel, Daniel Falali, Falali, whatever, this is a project, giant project man, uh, offensive tackle, fits right in with Baltimore, what they like to have, those maulers, he'll probably start on the right, on the right side, uh, backing up over there, and, you know, maybe in a year, takes over for, um, for one of the tackles when there's a cap casualty hit or, or whatever, and then you go from there, the Davis cornerback from Alabama, i I actually like the second tight end they took Isaiah Likely better than the first tight end, but one of those tight ends is going to probably end up being a starter uh, for them at some point, May, and you know maybe in that two tight end set because obviously they got Mark Andrews. But I love Isaiah Likely out of uh, Coastal Carolina, and they got him at the end of the fourth round. You know, on the other two, it's it's the end of the draft, fourth and six. I mean, Tyler Batty, we'll see. He'll come in and be like – he'll have a role. He won't necessarily be a starter. But that. But overall, you see where I'm going with this. Just just knocked it out of the park. And uh, one of the points I wanted to bring up is that Lamar Jackson's contract is coming up. They're going to probably pay him the bag. When you pay a quarterback, as Bo Cephas has, has explained on his show, and we talk about it on FGH also, you are in a precarious position, to, to say the least. And But the way you can bust open another window is you have a draft class like this where you pull in possibly seven, eight starters may, on rookie contracts for four or five years, um, and, and you, you're allowed to let some of the aging overpriced veterans to walk so just, I mean, Baltimore is one of the best franchises in in the league. They're always well run, and again, they just knocked it out of the park. Um, and I, you know, I'm trying to spend too much time on what Baltimore did, but I just loved everything that they did here. So again, A plus plus, suck it, everybody. Um, all right, Cincinnati. Let's move on to Cincinnati here, and I gave them a B overall grade. Just a solid single up the middle, you know. Can't complain too much about it. The value was okay of, of what they got. Um, you know, they, they were picking in the back end of every round for the first time, I don't know, in my lifetime. Like, usually they're up at the top five of every round for the first time I can ever remember. They were in the bottom five of every round. And I think that they did pretty much what you want to do. No real mistakes. Um, nothing to complain about. Let me go down the list. Daxton Hill, safety slash corner from Michigan. Cam Cam Taylor Britt, safety slash corner. And that, uh, they got two kind of flexible, movable pieces there in the secondary with the first two picks. Again, it's kind of what they needed. Uh, so solid strategy there. Zachary Carter, Florida defensive tackle. Not a big fan of him. Third round pick. Eh, we'll see about that. Um, that that could end up being bad, but we'll see. And then the rest of it, a backup developmental tackle from North Dakota State, Cordell Volson. Again, they need, you know, they killed it in free agency. They, they filled all their offensive line needs in free agency. Knocked it out of the park there. That was one of their biggest weaknesses, and they took care of that. However, it's not a bad move in the fourth round, picking up a developmental tackle uh, for the future. 
Another safety from Toledo, Tyson Anderson in the fifth round, and Jeffrey Gunter, a defensive end from Coastal Carolina, to kind of fill up that depth chart. Again, nothing nothing splashy, nothing special, but for a team that's coming off a Super Bowl, had some pretty glaring needs, even though they were a team that went to the Super Bowl. They did have some glaring needs in the offseason. They filled it tremendously with free agency, and I think backed it up here really nicely uh, with a draft. So just a solid B for me. It's just a solid B. Can't complain. Can't can't rave about it. But let's move on to Cleveland because that's something I do have <laughs> something to talk about. Oh, those those little brownies. Those little brownies. What did you do here? All right. So let's just start with the fact that they had three third-round picks and didn't have a first or second. Obviously, we know it's the Watson deal. That can handicap that, you know, you have to factor that in when, when you're grading drafts, you got to factor in that they're not, they don't have picks in the first two rounds. However, the reason I gave this draft class a D plus is because when their picks did come up three in the third round, I don't like, well, two of them. I don't like what they did. Let me go down the list. Martin Emerson, cornerback, Mississippi state in the third round, Alex Wright, UAB defensive end in the third round. David Bell, Purdue wide receiver in the third round. In the fourth round, Perrion Winfrey, Oklahoma defensive tackle. Another fourth round pick, Cade York, LSU kicker. Who fucking cares? Why do I even read that? Jerome Ford, Cincinnati running back in the fifth. Michael Woods, Oklahoma wide receiver in the sixth. And then a couple seventh round picks, Isaiah Thomas, defensive end, Oklahoma. And Dawson Deaton, a center from Texas Tech. So, All these picks are good value based on where the players were supposed to be picked. However, the reason I was so hard on the draft grade with a D plus is because I don't like the direction that they that they went. Like, I mean, much like Cincinnati, how they kind of like just just nice, safe, fill the needs while getting good value. Um, Cleveland to me got the you know they got the decent value, but they're I mean, all these players, who's starting out of all these players? Like, the first pick they took in the third round, the Cincinnati or um, the Mississippi State cornerback, they're loaded in the secondary at cornerback. I don't see him finding the field much in year one. Uh, and as a matter of fact, um, at, at that pick, Chad Muma, the linebacker, was on the board. Travis Jones, the giant defensive tackle who I just talked about with Baltimore, was on the board. Those are linebacker and DT. Those are two spots that they really needed. And this is a team that's good. Like they're, they're I mean, they're coming in ready to hit the ground running with Watson and and continue this um you know, try to keep getting better and better and get further and further in the playoffs. And I just don't understand the picks, a bunch of players that I think are just going to be backups and nobody's going to come in and start and be and be in a an immediate impact in, you know, he, David Bell, okay. That that's the one that could come in and start, kind of fill that third wide receiver role. Um, so not gonna not gonna have any problems with that one. Perry on Winfrey, I like that player. Defensive tackle out of Oklahoma in the fourth round. That's fine. He might have to come in and start as your fourth rounder. Uh, you know, that's you're you're reaching now. Now you're at the point where you're reaching when with those first three picks, you could have probably filled linebacker. Defensive tackle and wide receiver, pretty much your only three holes on that on that team. Uh, so again, just you know, D plus for me because I think they could have helped their team better for this year 
in their push in the playoffs to see um, to see if they can get up there in that you know the AFC Championship type round. But you know, overall, not horrible. Maybe I grade hard. I don't know. I mean, like maybe a D plus is is maybe it should have been a C, but fuck it, I'm sticking with it. D plus. You sh- you should have you should have came out of this draft with three starters in three positions that you needed, and I think you only got one. So D plus for me. All right, let's move on to Pittsburgh, the last team in this <laughs> in this draft. All right, let's go down the list. Dun 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 dun. Kenny Pickett, twentieth pick overall, Pittsburgh quarterback. We'll get into that. George Pickens, Georgia wide receiver. DeMarvin Leal, Texas A&M defensive. Ta- it says defensive man. He's kind of more of a DT slash DN. Uh, Calvin Austin, wide receiver, Memphis. A little tiny scat back type, type receiver. Michigan State fullback. Really, nobody dressed fullbacks, but Pittsburgh did. Okay, and Mark Robinson, Ole Miss outside linebacker. Chris Aladakun. 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 I don't know. I'll just leave that there. A, a South Dakota State um, quarterback. So, okay. That's what, let's see what my draft. D minus for the draft. Great. And the only reason I did not give this draft an F because it started with Pickett. The only reason I didn't give it an F is because the rest of the draft, I like a lot of what they did. Calvin, uh, George Pickens, wide receiver, he's going to come in and start. In, in that third, you know, that third receiver role, and have a chance to be their number one receiver in a couple of years, number in two or three years, be their number one best receiver. Demarvin Leal, love that pick. You got some aging uh, players along that defensive line. That Pittsburgh's always built built on their defensive line, so having a guy that can come in to the rotation immediately, and then maybe when, you know when someone gets hurt, can step in and start and fill that role. So love that pick. Calvin Austin, love that receiver out of Memphis. It's kind of a player they don't really have that, that you know, a little slot receiver that can that's real shifty and quick uh, over the middle. So, and then, you know, from there, it's the fullback and, and, and seventh rounder. So no, no need to get into that. But D minus for me because of the Kenny Pickett. I'm sorry. Go listen to the I Mean It show with Bo Sebas. He has an entire episode of how this was – Drafting Pickett, you absolutely cannot do in the first round. It's the small hands, and again, he's got he spent thirty minutes on it. He broke it down tremendously. It was it was awesome. It was a great listen. So uh, subscribe to the Revolution Network because you'll get the I Mean It show and all the rest of them. Like I said, he has a perfect breakdown. And when you listen to that, you will understand why I gave this draft class a D minus, even though the rest of it is kind of a a, a B plus A range but i'm sorry you fuck up the first pick in the first round and you do it that bad on a historically zero chance to be a good player you're lucky i didn't give you an f you're lucky you didn't get an f from me pittsburgh so take your d minus go back to pittsburgh and uh figure out how a small-handed quarterback is gonna throw a football in the freezing windy uh, a stadium of Pittsburgh. So good luck with that. Good luck with that. Again, if you haven't followed, liked, shared, made love to the Revolution Network, you need to do it now. We are doing great things. We've got great things more to come. And if you're a person or you know a person that has or wants to start a podcast, hit us up. Find us on any of the social medias 
uh, ask us questions on how to start up or ask us questions questions on how to join the Revolution Network because uh, we're, we're a growing network. We are looking for more people. Um, we're not going to censor you. Obviously, we will listen to you and we will uh, before we approve, we'll have to know what you talk about. But as far as the way you talk about what you want to talk about, hey, man, this is this is a free country. And that's what we're here to do. We are here to let people talk freely about what they want to talk about without censorship, because that is what this country was built on. And this was the Football and Freedom Show recap of the AFC North. Uh, I will do one tomorrow and we'll see what division I do. I don't know. You can't tell me which one to do. I'll pick. I'm the boss of this show, not you. So we will see you next time. Until then, it is time to join the Revolution Network.